This is yeah. This is an official episode, David. I don't have I to do my usual thing. <laughs> but you're still on mic. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. We never I came up with uh, like a hello. Yeah. Well, we never came up with like an official phrase for the BP supplement. Right? I'm a listener, and I'm wondering what this is. <laughs> so we have a guest with us. Uh, it's Josh Fadum. Welcome back, Josh. Thanks. I'm glad to be back. I was just saying the voice of. You know, the listener who's right. like, wait, they started to introduce it and then they trailed off. I'm confused. Well, I'm uh, the, uh, the listeners are probably grateful that you gave them a voice. Yeah, absolutely. Because all like, we do is we just condescend. Uh, <laughs> like all we do is just uh, talk down to them. So. Yeah. They were like, they expect me to know what this is. They just started and they just think they can just interrupt themselves. Oh, who's this guy who just said exactly what I was thinking? I like him. <laughs> So, Josh, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Wait, what is this? Is it what is this show? I'm lost. Where are this we? Is, it's Battleship Retention, the, the supplement. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a supplement. It's, it's, it's not it's, an official episode. Okay. Yeah. It, it's non-canonical. Okay, so it's, it's not right. official. Because I thought that you started by saying that it was official. What? No, no, I said it's not an official episode. Oh, okay. I thought you said it's an so. official episode, and I just not just kind of slipped out of there for me when I just dropped out. Well, I tend to mumble. Oh, wait, no, I speak very clearly. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what it was. I got those mixed up. <laughs> Okay, so Fair as enough. I was saying, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, when was the last time I was here? Like almost About a year, year ago. Are you serious? It's really yeah. been that long? Yeah, like the last time we did the summer movie preview, which is what we're doing this week. Jeez, yeah. we didn't do a winter or Oscar season movie we preview? We should have done one. We probably should have done one. You yeah. were out of town it? a lot. I did leave town a lot, but we didn't do one We didn't do one for like the Oscar movies or the movies with the... We didn't do a fall thing? No. No. <sighs> I do remember talking about, you know, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Was yeah. that two years ago? That was last year. That was last okay, year. That yeah. was last year. Uh, so you've been up to for the past year? Well, I recently, I don't remember what I did in 2008. <laughs> I, uh, I, lost, uh, I lost a bunch of weight because I stopped eating cookies and ice cream. And then I started again. And then I gained it back. And then I stopped again. And then I started again. So somewhere in between now. Not that I was a big fatso, but I just remember, what was I doing last year not eating cookies and ice cream? That was the first thing that came to my head. Uh, but maybe you wanted to know about something else. I, I, hey, you uh, know what? You're not your job. Whatever, you, whatever is going on with you. Whatever's the most truthful version. I just want to give you the truth. I don't want to lie, guys. I don't want you to say, you're lying. If I say, well, I, uh, I saw my family. I visited my family. I um, met some friends. Tell us about the cookies. Oh, no. They got me. Um, recently I went on a comedy tour opening up doing stand-up for the whitest kids you know oh Oh. Um, and I got back a little while ago I went to South by Southwest I performed uh, comedy there I also finagled my way into getting a film badge and watched tons and tons of movies awesome uh, there because I was because our tour ended in Austin so we, I was just there for a week, and I was like, "Can I get a film badge?" And they were like, "All right, shh, don't tell anybody, except all the people who listen to Battleship Retention." <laughs> and then, uh, um, so I watched a bunch of movies, and there were a lot of good movies at South by Southwest. What did you see? Uh, what stands out? What stand out? Uh, well, the ones that stand out, I saw this. I can't even remember what, that Evening Sun was a movie with Hal Holbrook. I think it might have won something, and Hal Holbrook yeah. was dynamic. Uh, it was great. Um and uh, and I saw a documentary Best Worst Movie which was about oh, yeah. uh, Troll Two yeah and it was really good oh, right. and kind of heartbreaking and I think I 
sort of had whatever expectations going in, but it, I really enjoyed it. And I saw um, – what else did I see? I saw another documentary about uh, the Winnebago Man. Um, you know, the internet bit popular. Oh, yeah. Yes. My mind is just a piece of shit. <laughs> that guy. That that was a really good documentary. There are two documentaries which feature scenes where someone thinks that the world is against them, and then they go and they find out, like, everyone has been sort of ironically into what something that they did, uh-huh. but they just love it so much that, like, the amount of affection, like, overwhelms them and makes them happy uh-huh. in some sort of way. Both those documentaries had scenes like that. Um, spoilers, and uh, uh, I saw I saw a good documentary about Bill Withers. Um, you know, uh, you just keep on using that guy. Me. I don't know uh, that one. Grandma's hands. You don't know who Bill Withers is? No. He's, his song's been sampled by everyone. Oh. Um, he goes. He does the song. Um, just the two of us. How lean on me? Oh, okay. Heard heard a lean on me? Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, so he did that. So he is a really interesting guy, and that was a neat documentary about him. And uh, he, he he had a stutter. He suffers from uh, stuttering. And um, and uh, he just basically just dropped out of the music business because, I don't know, he didn't like it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he kept making music, and so it's just about his life. Who's who's the guy who performs in Branson as a stutter? Oh, time out again. Drag me to hell. I saw tra- Drag oh, Me okay. to Hell. How was and it? It was effing awesome. Okay. It was, like, so good. I don't know if that's already come out yet. Has it come out yet? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, so it's so awesome. It's like the best Sam Raimi movie I could have imagined. It was like I, I think I went in like, okay, I hated Spider-Man three. Hope this is good. And like I was like, I was like squeezing my hands because it was so like nervous throughout the movie, and like hmm. I was like genuinely scared a couple times. And he'll like scare you, and then you'll be like, you'll be like, uh, oh my god, I'm so scared. Oh, I can't believe I was scared of that. Oh my god, I'm scared again. It's like <laughs> like it's like horror slapstick. And I don't mean like funny. Like there are funny parts, but I mean like he's doing like what's with scares what like a slapstick comedian does with laughs. So it's like if the awesome. slapstick comedian's like, "Oh, I dropped that. I'll bend that over to pick up. Oh, and I hit my head. Oh, and then I knocked that thing over." And then whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing with scares. Yeah, it's uh Ramey, like when he would do horror and stuff like this, you know what made him uh, what put his uh, put him on the map. Um, he was amazing at like he would legitimately scare you, but not to get too academic, but like he also got you thinking about why you were scared. And yeah, just like he never let you forget that you were watching a movie. Yeah, but he still scared you within it. You yeah, know, that's I would exactly he does this and even better. Like yeah. I mean, in, in Drag Me to Hell, because it's not even really—it's not like meta or anything. I mean, I would say it's, it's similar. a little meta. Is I it okay? I mean, what you're describing—it's like he. There is a. I'm a, thinking of a particular scene where it's like, <laughs> like you laugh because of like he does something that any if anyone else were doing it, it would be a cheap scare. But because of what it is, okay, you're like that wasn't cheap because of the way he used it. Like and when then I, I'm thinking about that now, and and while you're thinking about that, he scares you with something like legitimate, like a camera move or a thing. Like I when I think it. of like a meta horror movie, I think of like Scream, uh, right. Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and then um, Behind the Mask, right? Uh, which good. is a which is great. I and all of them are like funny and amusing, but still like 
legitimately frightening. Right. And it's and Drag Me to Hell doesn't look like it's that kind of meta. Then maybe the, it's not that kind of meta. It's not like it's not like a Charlie Kaufman or anything. Okay. Like that. All right. It's more like he's he's poking he's poking fun at the conventions, but using them like better than anyone else. Uses right. Them. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm eager to see it as. My uh, my you wife should be and I more eager. It was <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm very eager to see it. All right. My uh, my wife and I were leafing through the the Entertainment Weekly Summer Movie Preview, and we're like watching trailers online. I don't really like watching trailers, but this is kind of how uh, Jen and I get excited for things. And and I saw the trailer. Well, I'll get into that later. But when we saw the trailer for Drag Me to Hell, my wife's like, "No way!" And I was like. That looks great. I'm really <laughs> excited to see it because it's just it's Sam Raimi just being what you know, not necessarily what he used to be because I still think he he's a good filmmaker, but like going back to what made him famous, right? So I'm excited. It's yeah, he still clearly loves the genre and and knows it well. And I mean, I saw also a work print, and so maybe okay. there was c- mm. certain things like that where it was like, oh, I'll let that slide, let that slide. like there was some like CG that clearly clearly needed work. Okay. But uh, this was uh, what it comes out in a couple of weeks, and this was I think. Well, we'll get to it when we uh, yeah. figure it out. when we start. It looks Leaping like we've seeked our way into the summer movie preview, uh, quite organically. So well done. Now we're st- we're doing this a little later than last year, so all the and this is we're, we were late last year too. We missed a few. Did we? I think yeah, we I missed. Think so. We might have missed Indiana Jones when we. That's right. Yeah. Um, but it, what, what we did last year, for people who don't know, is we just took the Entertainment Weekly Summer Movie Preview issue and flipped through it and uh, talked about the movies that are coming. Yeah. So, so it starts missed, with uh, yeah. with X-Men Origins Wolverine, which is a, a about the worst title for a movie ever. But I, Did I, you did you <laughs> see that, Josh? I did see it. What did you think? Uh, it was pretty ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. It's a shame. It really – so many things, like, made me optimistic about it that – you know, they were kind of thinking out of the box when it came to director, with w- like with casting. Like, Liev Schreiber as, as Sabretooth seems like such a fascinating idea. Um, Everything he says is a catchphrase in the movie. Ugh. It's like a, oh, can I borrow your pencil? <laughs> oh, that's shiny. <laughs> oh, such a shame. Hmm. How is, uh, how is Does Taylor he say, can I borrow your pencil? No, I just okay, thought like I anything he so. said, though, sounds like a catchphrase. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you're going to finish that candy bar? <laughs> how is uh, Taylor Kitsch as Gambit? Uh, girly? I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know who. What's Taylor Kitsch from? Friday Night Lights. And oh, he's good the on the show. The TV show. The TV show. Oh, okay. He's good on the show, but he's supposed to be kind of like a mopey, like, broody, like, teenager. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's not the way to play Gambit, right? He didn't seem like that in the movie. He just seemed well. He didn't really have much of a part. I, you know, I'll say I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching it. Okay, I thought it was, and I think I was briefed by my friend Pat, who was just like, he had a funny joke about it that like everything in the movie seems to be like, uh oh, like this like screenwriting thing of like, how are we gonna get out of this? Uh, Her skin's made of diamonds. Okay, good. Uh, Oh, how how are we gonna get out of this? Uh, They dodged it at the last second. Okay, good. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how are we gonna get out of this? Uh, he uh, he he uh, jumps up the helicopter. Uh, he, he can't die. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> like another another thing that my, I'll, I'll give my friend Pat uh, credit for pointing out that like there's this scene where it's like Danny Houston's like we're going to kill him, make sure he's dead or whatever, and then like they like go after him with like snipers and helicopters and explosions and like. And he kills the sniper. He kills the helicopter. And he rips the rips the propeller up. And then and then they're done with all that. And then they cut back to like the lab with Danny Houston. And this guy goes, 
So these bullets are the only thing that can kill him. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you couldn't have told me that before we sent snipers and helicopters and lost all this money. Well, he was just quick. It sounds to me like uh, Danny Houston was just... He just wanted to get it. He just wanted to get it going, you know. Like he can't be waiting for everything. Yeah. Just, just, just go out there, see what you can do. Kill him for me. <laughs> it's a shame because I like kill him because I like Danny. I love Danny Houston actually. But uh, all the Houston's Houston's get a free pass. They're great. Well, I'm I'm eager to move on to the next page and okay. talk about Terminator. Oh, Zell. can I just say real quick? Right. I saw it at the Vinyl and Drive-In. Oh, nice! In here in. Los Angeles, well, sort of La Puente, and if you've never been to the drive-in, it's the only drive-in in Southern California left, and mm-hmm. it's really cool to go to. And I saw that, and then I saw Knowing afterwards, <laughs> which I, you know, was boring. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, the drive-in was really cool. I also recently went to the Magic Johnson Theater. I've never been, and I've never been there either. And what did you see also, there? I saw. I went to see Fighting. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, with Charlene, actually, who's going to be, you can ask her about it. She's going to be here later today. Actually, not anymore. Oh, she's yeah, not anymore? Yeah, yeah, you let the cat out of the bag. But uh, oh, she's, okay. Charlene Yee is eventually going to be on the show. But Someday. Uh, she had something come up, she's, so it won't be for a month or two. Well, Charlene and I went to see Knowing, and then, like, we were kind of, she was more excited to see it than I was. And then the guy at the concession stand's like. <laughs> you mean uh, fighting? Fighting, yeah, yeah, not knowing, fighting. We went to see fighting, <laughs> and the guy at the concession stand's like, what are you guys going to see? And we are like, fighting. He's like, oh. You should just go see Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> and then like and then we bought a bunch of candy and popcorn and he's like gave us the popcorn free and we're like, This theater rules. <laughs> and also like the the stills in the lobby are of from black movies instead uh-huh. of, you know, like white movies. And uh-huh. it's like, Well, this is great too. And then we walked out of knowing we were the only fighting fighting, thank you. We were the only ones in the theater. And then we, we walked out. Uh, in the middle of the movie, because we were like, "Oh, there's not enough fighting in this fighting movie." <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, well, was there enough knowing and knowing? I don't think he knew that. Nobody much. seemed to know anything, <laughs> no as far as anything. I can tell. Yeah, I was like, and there was a little bit of fighting and knowing, and so I was like, "I don't know anything." Uh, but we walked into obsessed, and uh, uh, oh my. and it came in. We came in right at the point when the white girl drugged herself, and and Quokman's big, so we were like. And we'd seen the trailer, so like, okay, this is the perfect time to come in. Uh-huh. And like, it's all the cliches of Magic Johnson Theater. Like, people were cheering and talking, and like, people, you know, like, there's a point also. I'm going to go into obs- an obsessed spoiler real quick. That's fine. Um, so, in to my the knowledge, end, when, do we have any, uh, you know, uh, so, African American listeners? <laughs> I don't know. Not to imply that it would only appeal to those, but it sounds based on what Well, there's got to be an Ali Larder fan like, out there, too. I don't um, think there is. No? I, uh, I'm not a fan of her myself, and I don't know anybody who likes the stuff that she has done. Well, I'm she going to solicit my appearance on this podcast to every black person that I know, so that there'll be right. so that this so that this bit that I'm going to go into will appeal to someone. All right. No, th- um, that there's a part where Allie Larder and Beyonce are like fighting in the attic, and like Beyonce is going like, "Come on, bitch! Come on! Come on, bitch!" But like. Then it, but you don't actually see the words come out of her mouth. It's only from when they've cut from behind Beyonce, and like you see Beyonce kind of waddling on the attic uh, panels, and she's like, "Come on, bitch!" and uh, and then it cuts to Beyonce's face, and she's got this extremely perplexed look, like, "Oh God, don't kill me, don't kill me!" But then it cuts back away. Come on, bitch! Come on, bitch! <laughs> like they clearly were like, ah, "Ooh, add some come on bitches in there." <laughs> I really think they're gonna like that. <laughs> 
That's funny. I kind of do want to see Obsessed. Uh, I you should see it. It's it's it was it was pretty good time. Is it one of those you know? Or but go in, you know, you can go in in the middle. Just watch the trailer and go in in the middle. Oh okay. I kind of want to go for. I want to watch it from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, you could I, do that too. I mean, I you know, <laughs> were you able to follow it? I saw the trailer, so as soon oh, as okay, I knew then. that she was drugged in the bat in the. She, I, we went in there when she was drugged in the hotel room. Okay. And as soon as she was, like, he's like, uh oh, uh oh, wake up, wake up, no, 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 what are you doing here? Wake up, uh oh, I need an ambulance right away. This white girl is in my bed. And then, uh, then they call an ambulance, and uh, and she's like, oh, I love him so much. And I'm like, I get it. She's the bad guy, and uh-huh. she's drugged herself in his bed. Mm. And he's now he's got to hide it from Beyonce. Okay. Beyonce is a really bad actress. Okay, moving on. I yeah. want to talk about Terminator Salvation. Okay. Because I, uh, I don't know if I've said this on the show before. I've wanted it for so long in my head. I've I've wanted it to be good, and I think I like a, a couple weeks ago I finally just reached a breaking point where I realized like this movie's gonna suck. Why? Why does everyone? I, I've heard about five people say that they think it's gonna suck, or maybe not that many, like a handful, and I don't really have an opinion either way. Well, there's a lot of stuff uh, that we like. Um, we talked about on the, when we were on the Slash Filmcast, mm-hmm. th- we talking about uh, the things that McGee has said about the movie that have turned out to not be true. Yeah. Like, last year at Comic-Con, he said that Jonathan Nolan wrote it, which maybe he did, but he's who's not. the that? The, uh, Chris, Christopher Nolan's uh, brother who wrote, oh, wrote who's, like, wrote, now, like, going to jail for killing someone or something like that? I didn't hear about that. Hear that? I didn't hear like, about that. It's some sort of conspiracy where his brother, like, like killed someone? I don't know. I don't know. Assassinated someone? I don't know. Google the Google 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 the Bloids. <laughs> Google the Bloids, guys. Um, Check the Bloids. Um, but yeah, he he had said like he was talking about. Uh, Why did he the say Jonathan that? Nolan, and it could be you know you don't the with WGA credits. It could be that Jonathan Nolan wrote it, but he's not credited at all, so it's sort of suspected. But he also said he kind of like guaranteed fans that it was going to be R rated, and, and it's PG thirteen. Oh right, it, that's it, lame. Yeah, it it just seems like everything everything's working against it. Yeah, it's uh and it's I, it's McGee. Right. I mean, right there like uh McGee said, "Oh, you mean McGee the director?" Well, there you go. <laughs> um yeah, Mc, it's McGee said it's going to be awesome. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of still want to see it or I I kind of want to see it just to see how it will fit in. With the larger story. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see it. Because that kind of thing interests me. But as far as the film itself, I just feel like, I, I guess I have to see this. I watched some, yeah, I'll, I mean, I could. I hated Terminator 3, let me just say that. But, like, I, so I don't even count that. That doesn't count in my brain. But I watched, listen to some, like, sound bites on Anacol News where he's just, like, ple- it's basically, it seems like he's pleading with the fans or, like, just trying to sell them, like, the McGee of the past is gone. Like, I'm a different director now. This is a new era for me. Like, he, it seemed like he might as well have been saying, like, please, guys, please respect <laughs> me. Respect me. Yeah. I'm McGee. Go buy a re- – just get – he has a real name. Just go with that. Like, that was ste- another thing. I think yeah, step that's, one. That's what Dwayne goes, Hudson did. What's his name? He's not Dwayne, Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he goes, like – someone goes, and what about McGee? He goes, ah, you know – I people been calling me that since I was five years old. Like that's who I am. You know, I'm not, I can't erase that. I'm like, gee, man. So yeah, my mom called me boo boo <laughs> when I was a child. <laughs> I grew out of it. Welcome to Battleship Retention with David Bax and Boo Boo Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Boo Boo Smith, please. Tyler Boo-Boo Smith. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you when you grow up, you stop. 
doing that. And yeah, it's just uh I mean I like I said, the one thing that I did like about Terminator three is how it fit into the larger story. Um Right. But there that was, was basically like, it. A- aesthetic and like just silly things is just like, oh, that's just pandering. Oh yeah. Like why did he need a leather jacket? Like why not heighten that? Because mm-hmm. Terminator two heightens his outfit from Terminator one, you know. Yeah. And now they're just like, Oh, let's just go back to Terminator two, you know. Yeah. Like like and then they also that's used a small it, thing. That's all I remember about it. And they also used it to make little jokes. Like he put sunglasses on, but they're like goofy, like like twelve year old girl sunglasses. Yeah. But he doesn't know because he's an android, so he thinks he's awesome. Right. And uh, it's, it's like, oh, that's a funny little joke, kind of. Yeah. But, really. that, yeah, it, it, but overall, I actually I kind of like Terminator Three. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I saw it in the theater. I was like, boring. I liked. Um, I can't remember the guy who directed it, but it's the dude who made Breakdown and U five seven one. I like Breakdown. Yeah. Breakdown a lot. Yeah, Don't and I liked you. I like I liked U five seven one as well. I think. Oh, I yeah. didn't see that one. He U five seven one the Widowmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Tied. Um, okay, so <laughs> that's, that's um, okay, so we talked about Gr- Drag Me to Hell. Um, oh, oh, so oh, yeah, wait, May, tw- so, May twenty ninth. Yeah. Oh, it's Salvation looks bad. Right. Just I. I don't know. I, I just I think I stopped caring at a certain point. I'm like, oh, you'll see it. Well, I, I think the, the main reason, or one of the reasons that I think it's not going to be good is because of McGee. Like, the way he does action, it works in the Charlie's Angels. Right. Movies, mm-hmm. You know, because it's sort of like, it's it's slick and heightened and whatever. But, like, uh, the action, the, the type of action movies that the Terminator movies are, are more of the, like, brawny... James Cameron, Jonathan Mostow right. style of action, and this just feels like it's going to be a little good too geography and stuff. And uh, in the film, you see the uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but the, the action sequences seem like meaty, not like you know dramatically meaty. Well, I'd say they, they like, feel subs- and I'd say dramatically meaty as well. I mean, like lame? this is about the destruction of the human race, right? It's different than Charlie's Angels, yeah. So, but I don't know. After the third one, maybe he just wanted to go more in that direction. That kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. But it doesn't look like it. it looks what was like that lame serious. TV show he had with Bill Fast Bellamy? Lane? Yeah, yeah, Fast Lane. Yeah, and wh- who's it? Peter Facinelli? Was yeah. It right. One? Yeah. He's like, trust me, trust me, guys. I am I'm not going to let you Smash Mouth video fans down. Like, <laughs> this is going to be like a pure Smash Mouth video, just like you remember it. <laughs> um, all right, how about Up? Smash Mouth Salvation. I, uh, up is what I'm... Probably most aside from Harry Potter, mm-hmm. uh, up is probably what I am most excited about this summer. I'm like I like that I don't have to wait very long for it. Yeah, are you a Pixar fan? Yeah, I don't. I mean, here's how I feel like a lot of the Pixar movies. Like I really watch whenever I watch them. I'm like, oh, that's great, and then I don't remember them. Was anybody? Were you guys at Hollywood and Highland yesterday at any point? No, what see? happened there? The there's they're having like an up, sort of like an up premiere type of thing at the El Capitan, but. They literally the that entire block the same amount of space they block off for the Oscars was blocked and it had like they had like rides and wow, uh, cool. like all it was I didn't go for that I went because I had to get some fucking shopping done and it was just a pain in my ass because <laughs> I had to walk like all the way around what, but it was kind of cool. Where were you shopping for? Uh, Fresh and easy. No, I yeah. was. You don't have to tell uh, me. Buying my girlfriend a birthday present. Oh yeah. That's good. So it's working out. It's working out, listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, see, that's how much life has changed since I've been here. I don't even, not even up on personal lives here. Too personal. Oh, yeah, it's since the last time you were here, I lost one girlfriend. Yeah. was single for a gained while. Gained a new one, and I've very recently gained a new one. Oh right. Still married. 
All right. <laughs> Happily married. I don't know why I said it with that tone. I guess I thought it'd be funnier. Still married. So oh, the baggage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still single. Ladies, ladies, can't seem to make it work out with any of you. Come find me. <laughs> That's a weird voice to uh, try to attract the ladies. That's my real voice. This is my joke voice. <laughs> Fair enough. You made me laugh. This is why I can't make it work with girls. Hey, they think I'm always joking. But I, I'm serious when I talk like this. I mean, not serious. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was so, there anything else anybody wanted to say about Up? Or, I mean, I mean aside up, from uh, Ed Asner, that's cool. He's in a movie. Yeah, and I that forget. Cool. Uh, I think Christopher Plummer does voice in it as well, and it just—it's something that we're going to be talking about very soon. Voice acting. Yeah, that's uh, true. We're going to be doing an episode on that soon. But um, Pixar people like we—we we, you and I have occasionally bitched that uh, animated movies go too often to to name actors yeah. as opposed to good voice actors. Yeah. Pixar seems to like split the difference where they they don't necessarily go with established voice actors right. but they get people whose voices are right for the role you Absolutely. Know, it's like albert brooks doesn't sell tickets no he's so per- he's the perfect voice for finding nemo yeah and for, craig for t dad. nelson uh, yeah I, it was great for mr incredible i right. think yeah i mean but at the same time they're not afraid to turn to their animators like uh the voice of uh linguini i believe in ratatouille was one of was a pixar animator oh right so, um, so yeah. The <laughs> so I guess the only people they don't hire are uh, huge celebrities and established voice actors. <laughs> they go with yeah. mid-level celebrities and people who don't do it for a living. You know, so. when there's like a movie, like one of those generic uh, animation movies, I never see. Like I don't know, Surfs Up or Ice Age or yeah. Madagascar or whatever. Like they're all the same. They mush them all together. I don't see any of them. But like they just stick. Like whoever's like the hottest. Like it's like. Yeah. Seth Rogen, Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston in Mountain Moles or yeah. whatever. And, like, it makes you wonder, it's like, who did they originally have cast in this, like, when they started making it five years ago? Right. Oh, yeah. And then and then they, like, last second, like, Skeet Ulrich is out. <laughs> <laughs> see if see if Seth Rogen's available. Yeah, the, yeah. I I haven't seen Surf's Up or either Madagascar movie, but I didn't like either Ice Age. Right. You know I what I liked last year was Bolt. I didn't see that. Was, I mean, you also was enjoyed that Pixar? Kung Fu Panda. Was that Pixar? Kung Fu Panda. No, Bolt was... Uh, was just Disney. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what it was. Just plain old Disney. Nope, and, not Pixar. And it was John Travolta and Miley Cyrus. It was the, very much oh, right. It was very much that thing you're talking about, but it was actually a, a good movie. Right. And the best vocal performance and in the Bolt. movie was the guy who was one of the producers who... Hmm. Uh, he did the voice of the like the hamster or gerbil or whatever he's supposed to be. Yeah, I didn't see it. No, not well, bad. Right then. Oh, um, okay. And yeah, okay. Kung Fu Panda was amazing. I've said that so many times on this show. Oh, I've heard I, that's really good. I never saw that. I one. still I haven't seen I, it. And I, I'm trying I really to stoke like to. the flame wars with the people on our forums and <laughs> tell me to stop <laughs> saying the Kung Fu Panda is great. But that's really oh, great. Well, I'll check it out. <laughs> they're gonna be like, no, he shouldn't check it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they sound. So, um, um, angels and demons. Uh, I didn't see the Da Vinci Code. Neither did I. Did you? You t- apparently I fell asleep see everything. during it. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. I saw it in the theater and fell asleep. I mean, woke every up at the end is like, oh, what is Jesus's daughter? Is that who that is? <laughs> Jesus had a kid. Oh yeah, several. Um, um I uh, I saw. Uh oh oh, there's a funny video on Funnier Die starring Paul Rust where he's like playing a guy at ArcLight introducing Angel. ArcLight PD. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's very funny. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ch- ch- log on to Funnier Die, do a search for Arc Like PD introduces um, Angels and Demons. Oh, cool. It's, it's, it's very funny. I'll, I, you know what? I'll put it on uh, 
Paul Rust's page on BattleshipRetention.com. He was a guest recently. Oh, it's really? very exciting. I love Paul Rust. But we made uh, a video recently. Did you really? really? Yeah. What's it about? Dogs. Right then. Is it comedic or is it like <laughs> it's a dramatic dog piece? <laughs> Are you guys I the thought, new dog whisperers? I thought d- Paul and I, you know, do so much drama. Uh-huh. We and I wrote this dramatic piece about dogs. <laughs> we should make a dramatic video about dogs. Oh, speaking of things that are on the internet, I saw your clip uh, from Mirror Nine One One. I was telling you. And oh yeah. If people hadn't hadn't seen that, it's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Thank you. Good stuff. I'll put that on the website somewhere too. <laughs> Um, now I uh, moving on because I have nothing to say about Angel. I mean, the I, critics. I, I, re- I read one review that <laughs> was like kind of charitable. It was like it's not as bad as the Da Vinci Code. Right. That's, that's everything that I've mean. heard. Is it's like oh yeah, it's much more interesting than this. <laughs> it's much more not shitty. <laughs> right. Than yes. this. Um, so I'm going to move on. Uh, we're clearly not going in chronological order because Entertainment Weekly doesn't, uh, which kind of bothers me actually now that i think about it well they do it by month but within the month right yeah it jumps it jumps all over the place no thank you so yeah star trek is already out yeah did you see star trek because i didn't i saw it i'm not a big star trek person so i was like well it's good the guys uh, the guys i was sitting between my friends were both big star trek fans so like there would be things they'd be like oh and i'd be like well i don't get it (laughs) (laughs) they'd be like it'd be like some reference like "Ah, they got it right and they'd be like "Mm, that's fine Okay. Um, did, now, did you see it in IMAX? Oh, no. If so, did you see it in real IMAX or fake IMAX? Have you been following, following that whole the Aziz thing? Yeah, I've been following like a little bit. Like, I read a little. I saw like a little summary article. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Bullshit IMAX or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here. Oh, here's something we're all excited for. Uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Oh, that already Ghost came out. Girlfriends Past, man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where? Where all is my that? My girlfriends are dead, man. <laughs> oh man. Which one? My girlfriend's gonna come visit me. Tell me how to fall in love. My yeah, girlfriends are dead. Is that? I don't think that's actually. It's that's not that all his. It's not about all his dead girlfriends, right? No, I don't think any of them are dead. Are they dead? Like he's. I don't busy. think so. I think it's. Oh no, my girlfriends are dead. Hi, I'm Michael Douglas, and I'm gonna tell you to fall in love. <laughs> is Michael Douglas in the movie? Yeah, yeah he plays, plays like, like a Robert Evans-looking type guy. Yeah, his it's supposed to be his uh, Lothario uncle or something like that. Oh, and cool. I hear that uh, it's that he's great in it, and that it's a terrible movie. With Michael Douglas. Does I like good when work. Michael Douglas. It's it bums me out actually when Michael Douglas he appears in like crap, but like looks like he's having. Like, he looks like he's having fun, but I still like. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like he, one night at McCool's. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> in the theater, and like I, because I think probably because he looked so ridiculous, and like he doesn't seem afraid to look himself look ridiculous. Yeah. But he also gets like facelifts sometimes, which I'm like, oh, I wish he wouldn't do that. And then in this, he looks ridiculous too, and I'm like, that's cool, but I uh, just look ridiculous in something good, or maybe just no mm-hmm. one will put him in something good. What was the last thing he was in that, that I, was good? That was traffic? Was there been something since then? Oh my! Oh, okay. Well, he was in. I guess the same year he was in Wonder Boys. Uh, uh, he was I in. Was uh, Catherine and I are both very excited about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that is that Michael Douglas doing a Jack Nicholson impression? <laughs> no, that's just my Michael Douglas. Impression. Oh, okay, that's it. Um, I just what, if like, Mike, what if Michael Douglas were doing a Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> hey, everybody, my girlfriends are dead. <laughs> um, but uh, he was in he was in a film that I didn't see called The King of California. I didn't see that one either. I didn't. Uh, but no one told me to see it, so I think I shouldn't have seen it. <laughs> Must not have been good. I was kind of I was kind of interested in it. Mostly because you know he had a leading role, and right. uh, but it got only so-so reviews, so it's just you know I didn't get around to it. It's on my Netflix queue. Okay, 
But Anything else we want to say about Ghosts of Girlfriends Past? Well, aside from the fact, I, I said this, speaking of the Slash Filmcast, I, I said this on the Slash Filmcast after Dark, and I think I repeated it about Keanu Reeves, and I think I think it about Matthew McConaughey as well. Like, I, I think people like are sto- are really, I think they're done being entertained by him. Like, I mean, I understand like he's an attractive guy, but like I, I, I don't know any women who like are where he's really a draw. Like, I think people are tired of him. I'm not really sure. Are they? I mean, he keeps getting work a lot. A lot. And I think that people are probably starting to like him more, actually. I feel like he had a, a point where you're like, oh, he's done. Remember him? And then, like, at, like one of those movies that aren't targeted for us came out and was right. huge, and we just didn't even pay attention that it was huge. Like, one of those Kate Hudson things. And, like, how to lose a guy in ten minutes or whatever. And, uh... <laughs> Like uh, I, I wish, it, I wish it, it had been that had it, because well, then the movie would have been a lot shorter. Well done, yeah. <laughs> but didn't he do like three movies with Kate Hudson? He or did that one. Fool's and then there's like Fool's Gold. Fool's Is that Foolproof? Yeah. And then what's Foolproof? Is that it? Uh, no, that's actually the one be. with Meg Ryan. No, it's not. Foolproof is the one with Danny DeVito. Okay. What's the one with uh, Matthew Perry and and uh, Sama Hayek? Fool's, Fool's Rush in. Seventeen again. <laughs> Seventeen. Again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just it. I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, he wasn't doing too well like he did Sahara. Like, he did, like, kind of action movies of sorts. Um, and then he really embraced, you know, what was he in? He was in... Um, the Wedding Planner. The Wedding Planner and just... And all these other, like, those romantic comedies. Us. I know. Those, but so, I mean, I feel like those movies are for someone. And those movies will always be for someone. And that's why they're always made. But, like... But I feel like they're still insulting that someone. Like, I feel like they're still bad, f- even for what they are. Have you seen them? Well, yeah, you saw Fool's Gold. I, I saw Fool's I mean, Gold. I, I, I saw How to Lose a Guy. I don't want to see any of them. Oh, you saw them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, between the two of us, I guess we, uh, we've we seen... up quite a few. <laughs> Did you go on dates, or you're like, I would like to see this? I, I'll just, I I'll saw just How to Lose a Guy day. in 10 Days on, on DVD, and it was at the time when I was in college, and I worked at a video store, and I just watched everything. Oh, right. That's true. Be, he watched everything. Is that that recent? Yeah. I feel like it just came out. I, see, that's what, I have no concept of How to Lose a Guy is like 2003. Uh, yeah, around it's that. It's like, yeah, six years old now. Right. I mean, I, I, I've told the it's story. It's a classic now. It's getting there. <laughs> I've told the story on the on the podcast um, where... Uh, Not the supplement podcast. No, the, the real podcast. Uh, you were on that once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in which uh, David and I were living together, and I woke up to the sound of, of carnage, and I thought, what is this? And uh, And then I hear like a loud crash, and David... I guess unable to contain himself <laughs> goes, oh, awesome, in the other room. And I go, I'm like, what are you watching? And he goes, I'm watching Torque. Because <laughs> he, so he literally did watch everything that was available to him. Yeah, and tor- I, saw, I watched Torque, Torque awesome at the video store one time. Like, yeah, the movie's like, isn't it pretty much like you know, ready for a ride, ready for something. Bow with the bar, the bang, the bang. <laughs> Like, that's pretty much the movie. Cue the Kid Rock song and like the CGI, uh, you know, tunnels going by or whatever. <laughs> and like, but what's fascinating is not only did he because wa- that's the I don't yeah, you didn't like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, no. right? Um, I didn't. I didn't I like Torque. I know like, where you're going. You seem to enjoy like, Torque. There's like you know, I watched How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days and I didn't like it. <laughs> 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 yeah, if only there'd been some clue. 
right. You know what? I did not like that movie. You guys really put one over on me. Um, okay, well, I, I, I am fine with uh, with moving on to a film that you recently saw, David. The uh, Limits of Control. The Limits of Control. Oh, I didn't see that. Was it good? Um, it's it's. I liked it, but I don't know that I would recommend it. It's um. You liked being there while it was happening in front of you. I, I what I what I've been saying to people was that it's it's really it's for very serious Jim Jarmusch files only. It's not it's not like one of his movies like a like a like a Down by Law or a Ghost Dog that you could show win to, someone over with. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I I don't I still don't know if you could win anybody over with Down by Law. I mean, it's, well, the the, really? the thing the thing about Roberto Down Benigni, by Law is that it's yeah. really funny. That's true. And to say it's the same. Knocking Roberto Benigni, you don't like him? No, I'm saying that he actually is a good entrance point oh, uh, right. to the into the film. I love Down by Law. I love Jim Jarmusch. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see the film, but it, it's not getting really, really good reviews. It's it, and that's the thing. A lot of his movies, <coughs> I don't want to sound like because I did like Limits of Control, but it, a, a lot of his movies, like Down by Law, and 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 Ghost Dog, and a, a lot of them really are funny, e- even mm-hmm. though they're artsy or whatever you want to call it. You know, they're they're funny movies, and there's maybe a chuckle or two in all of limits of control it seems fairly uh humorless yeah. uh for the most part but uh john hurt is great who's great john hurt is great oh right he's great um bill murray is i think kind of uh underutilized you don't you don't see him until the very end and Spoilers. you expect him to sort of be funny be great be bill murray and but really he's more i'm a guy and maybe he'll like move his eyes and like he moved his eyes like Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then and then they're like, oh, but he's just a guy. I will. T- I won't give any spoilers as to who, what sort of character he plays, but he does say fuck a lot. Really? Yeah, good for him. <laughs> I will say that like Bill Murray now seems to be like I think the world or the art house world or anyone is ready for another Bill Murray vehicle, and it's like it seems like I don't know if it's his choice or just. But the way it is right now, like, I'm sure it's his choice. Like, it just seems like people are – you only get Bill Murray teases now. Like, it's like uh, like Darjeeling Limited. Uh, oh, yeah. The, that was – is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that movie, like, just gives you a big Bill Murray tease because it starts out like, oh, it's this awesome Bill Murray thing going on. Oh, awesome, awesome. And then, like, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens with Bill Murray. And then, like, he's like, oh, he's going to catch the tra- – he's going to go. He's going to miss the train. And – uh. Oh, it's these guys. <laughs> oh, we gotta stick with these guys forever while they. Okay. Yeah, and there's there's a difference between a uh, like a delightful cameo and a uh, kind of almost a fuck you to the audience. <laughs> yeah. uh, screw you for wanting this. Yeah. I'm gonna tell a story about these guys. You yeah. think you want this, but you don't. We're gonna tell a story about these like rich kids who uh, hate each other. Uh, I did like Darjeeling, Lim- Darjeeling Limited, but that did seem like uh, almost almost dickish to me. Uh, yeah, it's the- like. Can we at least see the alternate movie? Yeah, right. You ha- you had one short film at the beginning of this. How about have another? With I him? actually think I I liked the short film more than I liked Darjeeling Limited. Oh, the one with Natalie Portman. Yeah, I really liked that a lot. What's I can't remember what it's called now. Hotel uh, Hotel Chevalier. Oh, that's right. That's Is that right. Like that? Uh, okay, that's some good French. So uh, we're we're going Thank for forty minutes, and we're still in May. So oh, geez. Uh, whoopsie. Okay, let's just burn through June. Let's burn through June. I'll say okay, one, we'll say yeah. one word about every movie. In Transformers: June. Revenge of the Fallen. Not uh, interested. That's two words. <laughs> interested. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Land of the Lost. You know what? Kinda. I am strangely intrigued by it. I, I don't know anything about the Sid and Marty Croft original stuff, and 
yeah, it, it's not something that I'm into either. So I don't. Uh, I you know I I I like Will Ferrell. Uh, I saw him on SNL last night. He was really funny. Uh, I think uh, Danny McBride. I like him. I think he's funny. Although it does look like he's playing the same character in like in this movie in um, Tropic Thunder. Tropic and Thunder, and then what was that other one? Foot Fist West. Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Yeah. But he's so funny. Like it's like oh, I'm sure he can do anything. But maybe he's just sort of like pushing that. Mm-hmm. Like and, and I haven't even seen the trailer for Land of Lost. I just saw the poster. I'm like. It's like uh, it's almost like if they would put Pee Wee Herman in there or something. Like, there's the Danny McBride character. Yeah, um, I'm I I like I think I do actually like Brad Silberling. Um, as a director, yeah, I think he's a pussy. All right then, Wh- what do I know him from? He uh, did movies that are half half made. What's that <laughs> Jim Carrey one? The Jim Carrey movie. Where Jim Carrey plays a bunch of characters in uh, the series of unfortunate events. Oh, that's right, Lemony Snicket's. Yeah, Lemony Snicket's. Yeah. Like oh, it's yeah. like that was like almost good. Yeah, and, he then, did. and then in the end, you're like, this is nothing. Like there's yeah. nothing. It looks like he was just basically bullied around. The like it, see, I got the impression that like Jim Carrey came in as like, I want to do what I want. I want to do what I want. He's like, ha ha ha. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> like yeah. that's if you watch it, kind of reeks of that. Like there's like scenes. There's a scene where they've. They've got, like, tons of, like, good character actors in it. And there's, like, a scene where, like, Jennifer Coolidge is, like, giving some funny monologue. And the camera just, like, pans away. And you hear it, like, you hear it, like fade out or something like that. Like, you don't hear <laughs> the bit that Jennifer Coolidge is going to do. Hmm. Instead, it just pans over to something else. Speaking also, of Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, are you guys aware of the Robert Zemeckis, the new mocap movie that he's doing with Jim Carrey? The Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol, where Jim Carrey's playing uh, Scrooge and all three ghosts. And then mm. Gary Oldman's playing, like, Tiny Tim or something. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. Gary Oldman's really? playing, like, three characters, too. Oh, Is Tiny Tim one of the characters? That doesn't <laughs> seem right to he me. He might be. Or someone's playing. Maybe not. Uh, but what about it? I, I've, I've heard is, about who it. Who is interested? Uh, that sounds terrible to me. Oh, it, I'm interested. Uh, I, I you don't th- you don't trust Robert Zemeckis? I, I, to be honest, I didn't see Polar Express or Beowulf, but uh, no, Robert, Robert Zemeckis has gone around the bend as far as I'm concerned. You're done with he, him. He's I think he's I think the the sad thing is I think he's a good director, but uh, his 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 one passion that's greater than directing is just being at the forefront of technology, and right. he lets that get in the way. He becomes too obsessed with how cool. Like there's I didn't see Beowulf either, but there's like stuff in the Polar Express. Where you know it's just like long shots that are going like through everything and like camera the camera as it were is like flipping and turning upside down and all kinds of stuff and it's just like this is not a part of the story at all this is just Robert Zemeckis showing off right like look at this yeah I liked I liked Beowulf actually I didn't love it but I I thought uh, that that technically it was rather um, impressive mm-hmm. and that it for the mo- I would say for the most part really served the story um, that said like. If you make a, a mocap movie where Gary Oldman plays Scrooge to stick with Gary Oldman and like all the ghosts, absolutely, like <laughs> that sounds great. But just like you don't think Jim Carrey that doesn't get you excited? Jim, do you like Jim Carrey? I do like Jim um, Carrey. You don't like him? It, it depends. I like, I like him, him when he's great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Say that. yeah, when he you know I like he's him doing, when he's trying. And that's like I feel like it'll just turn into the Grinch. I think it'll turn into. Uh, Lemony Snicket again because I never even saw the Grinch. That's funny. It's just he like he plays characters that like th- they shouldn't have shtick. You know his character in right series got, of unfortunate events. Like his character like winds up at first he he's like this 
this big theatrical British, you know, uh, murderer, uh, right. you know, apparent murderer, and um, and and it's funny what he's doing. But then he starts doing Jim Carrey type stuff. It's like, no, no, I understand the character's weird and theatrical, right. yeah. but like it. This has now become anachronistic, and but like, and I feel like he's going to do that with Scrooge. I yeah, don't I think, think he's right. gonna... he's a guy that needs to be reined in. He I don't know. Like... I feel like Robert Zemeckis maybe is. I don't know. I feel like he's probably a director who, when he's on the set, he's the boss. I don't imagine Jim Carrey could push Robert. Zemeckis well, I could. I, do you think so? Well, I I worked on I Beowulf, think... so I could tell you. Oh really? <laughs> do, but it, did, did he seem like someone who could be pushed around by an actor? Um, no, no. Really? But he's also not. Uh, he's a, he's a really he's really quiet as a director and he doesn't really uh, he talks to the actors and then he talks to his first AD and that's like that's it he he doesn't talk to the crew at all right like it's everything goes through the first AD I was just a motion capture PA just oh, sort right, of right. Work, helping with the motion capture stuff like I feel like Brad Silberling you know Jim Carrey would be like, right I want to do a dinosaur impression here and he'd be like <laughs> okay buddy you know like yeah but like. You know, and that's probably going to be the case with Land of the Lost. There'll probably be lots of like funny improvs and shticks where, but I f- I don't know. It seems different. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I, I do I like Jim Carrey a lot when he's got I mean like a, <clears throat> or when he's got like a, a director who's trying to tell a specific story as yeah. opposed to a, a guy who's like yeah catching a paycheck or or just. Just like someone appointed that, like yeah, they yeah. can get along. But when he's got like a Peter Weir, you know, in the Truman Show, like right, he's, he's like, great in that, like Michelle Gondry, or yeah, something. exactly, <laughs> yeah. Okay, taking a Pelham one two three. Bah. pass. Um, <laughs> well, it I didn't d- need I, to be made. I did want to say, right? Uh, I did want to say, um, and people who read the uh, movie of the week know this that uh, I love the uh, uh, Sar- Joseph Sargent film. I'm a big yeah, fan of it. Too. I love one of my favorites. Walter Matthau and Robert Shaw and Martin Balsam. I, I love it. Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. That's right. Yes. Victor Elizondo. And everyone's great. In it. And then I know that it was. I know that it was remade uh, for TV, like in the in the nineties, sometime. And right. I don't with uh, I think Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh really? Um, and that seemed interesting as well, though I didn't see it. Right. Um, just the story has a history of being cast in kind of an interesting way, you right. know. Um, and and even and David and I recently. We're talking about Tony Scott, and he's he's a director who I I have a great deal of faith in in general, but like if you look at and and you know I don't want to judge the film by the trailer, but I will judge it by the casting choices, and the it's like oh wow a hero who was once played by Robert uh, Robert Duvall oops why did I say <laughs> Walter that Mathau. Walter Mathau thank you ninety um, percent of the time Tyler's thinking about Robert Duvall <laughs> that's true that's true um, but. Uh, so a hero that was played by Walter Matthau is now played by Denzel Washington. Like it went from kind of this, not a goofy everyman, but he's just kind of world weary and just kind of bored. Like he does seem like just he a just city always does that thing where he's you know or whatever. They're like the now look, I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna you know like we're gonna get through this. Are we gonna get through this? Like, it, he's gonna be it, Denzel Washington. He'll do a fine job, but it's well, just he's I, Denzel Washington. Like, I don't think a, the movie. I'm be, I'm upset that it's being made too, yeah. but. Uh, I'm a big fan of Denzel Washington. I mean, if no, you look I at, I am as well. If you but look at the Manchurian Candidate remake, which is something that I also thought didn't need to be made, and yeah. I ended up liking, uh, he's not relying on his Denzelness at all. I don't, I don't think he's he buried is. in that role. But I don't know. I, I saw like little snippets of the trailer, and also I think I saw a trailer on TV last night when I was watching SNL, and I think they just called it Pelham One Two Three instead of the Taking of. Yeah. Uh-huh. They can't like, be bothered with all the all yeah. the words. And it's like, oh, they shorten it for dumb people. And like, 
Like, and I generally don't even like titles that have suching such and such or like you know saving. I hate that, but like, that doesn't. But this taking isn't a Pelham one two three is like an awesome title. Yeah, and like uh, I don't know, Denzel Washington always seems like a guy who's. He's playing a guy who's like, I'm doing my best to get it under control. I've got control. I'm controlling the situation. I've got control here. And like Walter Matthau in The Taking of Pelham 123 is a guy who's like, I don't want to do this. Do I have to do this? Oh, uh, what's going on here? You know, like he doesn't want to. And what's more is the nature of that character. Zachary is that- Garber. Yes, yes. The nature of Garber is that the situation that he's now involved in is beyond him. It's it's above it's way above his pay grade, but somehow the hijacker is talking to him. There's nothing he can do about it, so this is I guess I have to do this now. And Walter Matthau pulled that off. He was a smart guy, but he's not used to this kind of thing. Denzel Washington is a good actor and he'll play the part well, but I never believe that anything is beyond his control. Like I believe he could handle anything. Yeah, that's that's he's exact- a strong actor, no matter what kind of character he's playing. Yeah. Um, and so it just it just bothers me, and just the the approach of it, it just looks like like the in the trailer. Sorry, what were you gonna say? The approach of it just looks like because the 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 story itself just is interesting and and really uh kind of different than most heist movies, and it looked like looked to me like Tony Scott said, I'm going to take this quirky heist movie and turn it into every other heist movie. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it, feels like, it feels like, it feels like Swordfish, it feels like Gone in 60 Seconds, it just, that's what it feels like, but who knows, I'll wait for the Deja for the reviews food. to come out, because Tony Scott has has pleasantly surprised me before. Well, it just okay. seems like in the trailer, it's like you see Denzel, and he's like, all right, give me four on 7th Avenue, give me this, okay, connect me to such and such, move this guy over here, give me, go ahead and straighten that guy out, and blah, 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 you know. And it's like he's doing his job. He's doing it well. Whereas, like in Pelham, in the original, like Walter Matthau's like, "Come this way. We're walking down here. We're going over here. All right. This is these guys. They don't speak English. Hello, dummies." And like, <laughs> like I was uh, excited. I was excited that uh, we got to talk about taking Pelham one, two, three, and you would get to do your Walter like, Matthau impression. So oh, yeah, it was like I had to sneak it in there so- somehow. Someone's calling. I don't Someone's, know. Someone's calling. Hello, divorce, broken, sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I, let you guys uh, continue while I just hang that up. I, I realized that we skipped Night at the Museum too. I don't know if anybody had anything to say about it. Uh, that's another one that like people. I didn't see the first one, yeah, and, but, but like people bitch about it and they bitch about like, oh, it's terrible. It's like that's another. One. It's like it's not for you. Well, it's for uh, kids. You know what? I, I also skipped the, the first one, but I've heard that from people that it's it's funnier than you think. I I mean, it's got like so many people in it. Like, mm-hmm. I'd I'd like to see it. You know, I don't know when I'll get the opportunity to, or I probably won't rent it, take it home. But like, I might see two. Or I don't know if I'll be totally lost. I saw the trailer. I was like, I'm lost. The new one has has Thomas Lennon in it, right? Doesn't he have a part in it? And Hank is there, probably. Yeah. But that. But I love. I mean. I love Thomas Lennon. I love the state, but not everything that he's in is the best thing in the world. Yeah. You know, you didn't go see Seventeen again. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I Although mean, I heard I he was it. great in it. Really? Sure yeah. Okay. Speaking of things of, of great things, I, I'm probably setting myself up for disappointment. But I think The Hangover is going to be awesome. It looks really. Good. I think it looks really good too. The, the yeah. last trailer I saw for it looked like I was like. It's got a cool poster. They didn't yeah. Photoshop a bunch of faces on there. Yes. Like, the marketing campaign is very, like, cool, classy, like, wet. Like, I believe, like, I want to believe that, like, 
this is like a funny script that they shot instead of like a kind of funny script that they're just like, oh, just, you know, let's ad lib a whole bunch of stuff. I am not a fan of old school. I don't really like it. Um, but I acknowledge that this is – but I think it's a, it's a function of like the story and the script. I will acknowledge that this director – is doing things that are funny. He has a good funny instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like a lot of the story and certain elements of old school. And I think with the hangover, just like just the casting choices he's made and, and Mike Tyson singing looks that, that, really funny. The last trailer I saw was edited like so seriously, but then Mike Tyson singing over it. Yeah. Oh, was that the, the red band trailer? Is that what I might have been when I saw That's it? That's when I've like, seen where Dr. Ken's the, in there also. Yeah. For a yeah. And, and they had like, the whole oh, no, faggots or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what he says, but it's really funny. Uh, yeah, the whole the whole like sort of backing soundtrack of the Red Band trailer is yeah, Mike Tyson singing it's really Phil Collins. Good. Like I was like, this looks great, and I love Zach Galifianakis. Like, yeah, he's just awesome. I like Bradley Cooper a lot too. I don't like him though. Really? I, don't, I think. Did you see just, Midnight Me Train? It's no, pretty it's good. Not. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. I just think he always plays a dick, and he just probably is a dick in real life. I've seen him in <laughs> interviews, and he just seems like a he dick. wasn't a dick on Alias. He was. The opposite. He was, he was like a yeah. He He's was a sensitive sweetheart. Yeah, it's kind of a pussy. Well, actually. you should definitely see Midnight Me Train if you do not. Is he a sensitive like sweetie in Midnight Me? Train? No, but <laughs> if you don't like him, sweetie. it's the film to watch. <laughs> oh, he's like has a hard time. He's like, I'm a jerk. Now they're meat training me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't meat train me. Yeah, so I'm. I I feel like I'm. I am setting myself up for disappointment with the Hangover. Not that. Not that, I, that it's going to be bad, but just like I'm so excited about it that there's mm. no way it can be it can be good enough. That's not true. It could. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, just unexcite yourself. Okay. okay. I was like, yeah, I heard it was bad, David. Uh, I, I'm still going to see it. I'll, it I'll really keep bad. that under advisement. I heard it was really bad. <laughs> I'm just I, putting that in your brain. Now, I heard it was bad. I'll see it. I'm excited too. Going Moving with on. the same, going with a, a film on the same page here. I uh, surprisingly excited about Away We Go. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Is that the Sam Mendes comedy? It looks a no, little too precious. It looks horrible. It looks a little it's, too precious, but Oh my god. I I was like making I, I saw the trailer for it on mm-hmm. like Observer and Report, which seems like a weird place <laughs> to see that trailer. <laughs> it's a weird but, match. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's when I saw it. But I was like making a fist the whole time because I wanted to punch the movie. It's so I think with Yeah, is with it like Sam, Sam Mendes is it like Bohemian Hipster the movie? <laughs> yeah. Bohem- Sam Mendes rich Bohemian and, the movie the script is by what's his name uh yeah heartbreaking work of staggering genius dave eggers which you don't like i hate i don't like him at all and i don't uh, and sam mendes is good when he's got the right script i think but uh i mean they're both those two together it's gonna reach just a critical mass of i think this is a i think there's an example of (laughs) i don't know what the word is pomposity is a good word um (laughs) i think there's a good example of like of like a uh, a cast, like uh, I think a legitimately good cast, enticing me. Like in the trailer, Allison Jenny looks pretty funny. Like the thing at the end where she's talking to her own son, mm-hmm. but he's not paying attention, and just seeing the nice build of her saying his name over and over, and then she just can't help but laugh. Like, like there are things in there that are legitimately funny. As far as I as far as I can tell, maybe as a function of the actors, but. Also, it it did seem like I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably, you know, I probably will see it, but I am perfectly prepared for it to be, as I said a moment ago, 
like really precious and really pleased with itself. I could see it going very much the other the opposite direction, especially as you said with Sam Mendes, who will never let anybody be happy ever. Yeah. So I like that Maya Rudolph is uh, the lead in a movie. That's yeah, true. I like her, but I'm. You know. as my, I, I like The Office a lot, but I don't know that I think Jim. Uh, what's his name? John, John Krasinski. Uh, I don't know that he has got a, a lot of range. I did not like Leatherheads. I didn't that see was, it. I was going to ask. It was boring. It? I didn't see it. It was so boring. Like I couldn't even fa- pay attention. I was. I thought it was going to be something like fun to watch or like to see. I was like, oh, this will be fun. And George Clooney has such a good track record. I might have talked yeah. about this with you guys before. It was really boring. Like, really. Hmm. Yeah, and he does like have a good track record. It was just silly and like I didn't care. And there was like lots of like, "Hey, sweetie," type like shtick in it that just di- didn't land. I thought. I will say this though, based on what I'm, based on like uh, the nature of the character uh, that Krasinski is playing, I don't think you have to worry about his range coming into play. It doesn't look like <laughs> he's doing anything too different uh, than what he has become known for. Okay, well, let's. Uh, we're taking forever. Okay, so, uh, whatever works. I'm I'm kind of excited about Larry David. I'm kind of excited about it. I, I mean, you know, obviously Woody Allen. I like the I like that type of. Even if I didn't laugh at the trailer, uh, when the kid goes, you seen the trailer? Um, no, I part haven't. of the trailer, he's talking to the camera at the very beginning. He's like, you know, I'm with this guy, and I'm with that guy, and and then there's a uh, cuts to like a kid and his mom, and the kid goes, "Mom, that guy's talking to no one." <laughs> I'm like, it didn't totally make me laugh, but like, I like. I like that Woody Allen's doing those type of jokes, you know, mm-hmm. in like his movies. So, so all right. What about Year One? It's gotten some bad buzz. What's oh, does it? What kind of bad buzz? I, I just that it's not funny. That's what I've heard. Really? That is unfortunate because it it seems like it could be funny. Like it's just such. Yeah, a, I want it to be. It's Harold Ramis. I saw yeah. the first trailer and I just kind of tuned out. And then I watched the trailer again and I laughed like three times. So yeah. maybe it's just my mood. But I also don't like Michael Sarah's wig in the movie. <laughs> it's a little too too broad and silly. I feel like they could have they could have um, really tried to make it look more. They could try to make them look more like those cave mini types, and then they're talking kind of like with the like a you know like a Holy Grail of Life of Brian or something. You know, yeah. Like they really look like karate crap in those movies. Okay, July Public Enemies. I'm excited. Oh shoot! Hang on, hang on. Well, what did we skip? Moon. Oh, what is that? David that Billy's is with son. Sam Rockwell. And uh, the David voice of Boy. Kevin Spacey. David Boy's son directed it. <laughs> I thought maybe, maybe his name was Moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moon, Moon Bowie. Moon Bowie. <laughs> this is my son, Moon. <laughs> um, um, I, uh, but the, <laughs> this the is trailer... my son, Moon. I didn't even think about that. That's funny, too, right, guys? <laughs> yes. This is my son, Moon. But the uh, the trailer for Moon... I, first off, this, this is like a summer for like people who don't usually play lead, like getting lead roles now in the case of like management where steve's on an actor i love people have been trying to get rockwell to be a leading man forever though yeah and he finally granted it's essentially a character role but it looks great i mean it just it looks like kind of amusing at times but also really deeply disturbing i'm gonna have to credit this comment to my friend pat who i was watching the trailer with him and i will say like it like in the trailer, there's a point. There's a point when he looks out the window and he goes, "Looks like we got a live one here." And it's mm. like, yeah, you know, if you're writing a sci-fi movie and you put that line in there, wouldn't you stop and think, oh, "I'm not going to put that line in there." <laughs> that's that. That's the same thing that I uh, that I. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast about the film uh, Blood Diamond, where when 
Leonardo DiCaprio says, uh, in a, he goes, in America, it's bling, bing, uh, bling, bling, but here it's bling, bang. And I'm like, someone wrote that and didn't delete it immediately. <laughs> like, in fact, someone they, else read it and then someone said it and then they saw it in the editing room. It and kept so it. many stages. Right. Yeah. Every single step, like just just All a series of horrible coincidences <laughs> that caused that line to be seen by me. Yeah. I hate it. It's a terrible line. <laughs> It's just, oh, no thank you. Okay, we got 10 minutes to get through the next okay, two months. Okay, boom, here so we go. Public, Public Enemies is, is going to be awesome. I'll see it. Uh, I'll see it because it's, it's Michael Mann. Did fail, t- failed to really like get me high-fiving my friends, but like I like the trailer. I think it looks cool. I have not, not just because it's Michael Mann, but because it's, it's Chicago like, gangsters. I'm and that's interested a cool in subject. what Michael Mann makes. I love Johnny Depp. Uh I th- I think it's interesting choice that like he's like it's it's got a very like digital look you know mm-hmm. the trailer and mm-hmm. but I don't know why I'm like this should be shot on film but like you know it's like anyway I don't know I think Michael Mann's done shooting on film I I love Michael Mann I'm actually somewhat reluctant about the film because the you know I, I've read like some interviews with Johnny Depp and the way he viewed Dillinger and. And like the way he views him as some kind of, as like a hero of some kind, and the way the film portrays him is like like a modern day Robin Hood. But it's like he was a violent man, yeah. And, and I'm not sure if I like that tone. Like even Bonnie and Clyde like portrayed them as folk heroes, but they still killed like innocent people, and it's fairly unblinking. And they show in that. what happens to him at the end, right? Well, I, and I, so I think we can trust Michael Mann to be honest. I would hope. I hope so. Like I I I, I trust him, but it's just like uh. You know, I understand they have to market it, and and so of course they have to market it as like, oh, this is like going to be a fun romp or something. But uh, I, I do hope that it takes a kind of. I just talked about how much I love Friday the Thirteenth films, but so what do I know? But I, I do hope that it does on the last episode. Yeah, so that it does. Uh, <laughs> you didn't you didn't, didn't like zone out for a while I, there or something. I just <laughs> where, no, no, I just zoned out just now. I'm like, oh my god, I'm hungry. There's a paquito moss across the street. Oh yeah, I eat some burrito moss. <laughs> there sure is. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I usually just, have trail mix, and I was like, oh, I don't need trail mix today, and so I'm like, oh my god, uh, wish I had anyway, some trail well, mix. Well, let's let's uh, hurry up. It? Okay, uh, Harry Potter six. Not interested. For the I mean, I'll see it, and I'll forget about it immediately. Oh. I've seen every Harry Potter movie in the theater and always forgotten about them. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. And for the first time since the second movie, they're bringing back a director who's doing, you know, they've, since the second movie, they've had different directors every time. Now, they had, like, one guy do the last two. No, David Yates did the last one, and now he's doing this one. Right. He, oh, the, he did not do any other ones? It went, it, Chris Columbus, Chris Columbus, Alfonso Cuaron, Mike, Mike Newell. Newell David Yates and now David Yates again yeah. and Harry Potter. Wait, and David Order Yates is just like, what if I do this one again? Yeah, and they're like, okay. Well, Order of the Phoenix was the best one in my was that personal the last opinion. One? Yeah. Oh, was it? I thought there was one other one before that. Uh, I there. like the. Th- I think the third is is the, the best. The Quaron one, but the yeah. fifth is really. It's really grown on me to the point that it's. You've seen them all that many times. I couldn't oh, tell yeah. you. There's I'm, one. I've read the books multiple times. I'm a oh, big okay. Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Okay. You should revisit them. They're actually quite good. I will. Maybe I'll have a um, Harry Potter thon. Okay. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about Bruno? I'll, I'll see it. I, I will also <laughs> see it. Bruno this is also was a good joke uh, that I'm thinking of with the um, with the Arclight PD thing. Definitely go watch that Arclight PD thing. <laughs> the Paul Rust thing. Okay. Is okay. a Bruno joke in there? Oh, good. It's oh, just right. dumb, but it's really funny. Um, but uh, on on the LEG show, Bruno was actually my favorite of the three. Uh, characters, Leg, Borat, and Bruno. Yeah, Bruno I don't. You know, I, I, it's, I'm, it's, I don't know if it's the hair that's getting me <laughs> less excited. Like the blonde hair. Like I think I liked him more when he had like the douchey, spiky, yeah. you know, faux hawk thing. Yeah. Um, 
I can see that. Like, I don't know if he's going to change his hair throughout. It's like, I think I, I, see I, that. I think I prefer his hair from the TV show because Borat looks exactly like you just plucked him out of the TV show. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll I know see I know nothing about the Bruno character because I never saw the Ali G show. Oh, really? And so, and I knew nothing about Borat either. I mean, it's just. Did you like Borat? I I did. I liked it quite a bit. You and and it looks YouTube like Bruno is is more of the same. Only it'll be a little more in your face because of the nature of the character. Mm-hmm. Like Borat just seems like oh he's just this innocent guy. I can say stuff in front of him, but I feel like Bruno could actually like draw like anger and like homophobia from people yeah like, well, it's gonna gotta, be rough that's what it's all you about should, you should, yeah have you you haven't watched the leg show no uh yeah because he does occasionally almost get his ass kicked when he's i imagine up. so um how about g-force i'm excited to get because of uh zach galifianakis oh that's a kids movie also i saw the trailer for it it's a kids movie about like squirrels or something uh they're gerbils all right g is for gerbils. Oh, okay <laughs> Girls, girls, girls. Wait, no, Gerbils? that's not. Uh, that's that's someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's that's a different film. Yeah. Very different. It's funny. I'm looking at these. There's a lot of comedies this summer. Yeah. Um, oh, there's some. I was funny people. What's that? No, go ahead. What are you gonna oh, I just remembered it was something I was going to say about uh, Robert Zemeckis that was from earlier in the conversation. And like, I tried to get Eddie Deason to do a comedy show recently. Uh-huh. You know, who Eddie Deason is. No. He's in like 1941. He's in I Want to Hold Your Hand and Midnight Madness, and he's that really skinny guy from the 80s with big glasses. And he's and he talks like this, <laughs> like he always played like a nerdy type, and um, and like I would always see him around L.A. when I would drive around like sitting on you know benches or whatever, and like, but I emailed him, asked him if you know he'd do it, and like he replied in all caps, you uh-huh. know, and like he's like, thank you for. Writing me a nice email and like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I don't, I hardly never do public appearances, you know. <laughs> but like, I looked, I YouTube some like recent interviews with, him, and like, you know, he said, "I want to hold your hands." Zemeckis his first movie, and like, uh-huh. um, Zemeckis plucked him out and st- st- he does voice work now and stuck him in like Polar Express or something. But there's an interview where he's like, "Robert Zemeckis is the best director ever. He's the best director. I would work for him for free. I would do anything for Robert Zemeckis. He's the best director I've ever worked with." I love Steven Spielberg, but he was uh, Robert Zemeckis was better. <laughs> something I just remembered. <laughs> okay, we, now we I have, don't remember how we got into that. Now, now we have three three minutes to get through the rest of these. All right, just but, rattle them off, and we'll but, say we'll say. I'm no, going by yeah. that clock, David. Let's go with that clock. Well, okay. who's coming? Well, is someone going to come kick us out, or is there just another guest coming? There's, there's another, another guest, guest coming. coming. Oh, right. But well, they can join in, right? There's a number of guests coming, so we don't want to yeah. piss them off. We don't want to compound the lateness, right? Um, okay, funny people. I don't think I, we have. I have to say, I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, this is kind of like a tearjerker movie a little bit. Like, it looks contrived and like. But you know what? I heard about it as like it was purported to be like before they were making it. It's like it's a Apatow stand-up movie. It's Apatow stand-up movie. And I'm like this just looks like a a Oscar bait movie. It doesn't look like it. It looks like a movie about you know a guy with cancer. But I thought it was going to be about like the life of stand up and uh, the, yeah. the trailer's making it look like something else. Yeah, and uh, you know what the tra- I didn't like the trailer for Knocked Up, I didn't like the trailer for 40-Year-Old Virgin and I ended up liking both those movies. Uh. Per- specifically Knocked Up, which I liked a lot. Right. I will say it doesn't seem like the the fact that these characters are comedians doesn't really seem to play a huge role in the actual plot. Right. But again, like, we're just going on the trailer. Right, right. And just um and if we're just going on the trailer, which we are, um None of the stand-up seems that funny, but that's, uh, you know, yeah. that's me. It but, just um, seems kind of pandery to hmm. someone. 
<laughs> to what people think like stand-up comedy shows are. Yeah, or like this is what stand-up's like. He's a legend, and this guy wants to be like him, and no, but he's gonna die. Or, yeah, that's a trail mix. That is, that is pandering. <laughs> um, I, lo- I love you, Beth Cooper. That's really pandering. I'll see be it. Awesome, and everyone should go see it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> There's another Ice Age movie coming out. Yeah, that was quite prescient of you to talk about Ice Age earlier. Uh, Julie and Julia. I'm mm. kind of intrigued. Thanks, but no thanks. That's nice. What I say to that. <laughs> I'm kind of intrigued. I like uh, that Meryl's Amy Adams is looks very unattractive in the movie. I like that that you know that they ugly up a girl, a pretty girl. I don't know. That's a cute picture. Yeah, the picture here is kind of well, cute. Well, what's the Okay, so she's cute there, but I saw a trailer <laughs> where she's like, isn't she like short hair and glasses? She looks kind of. Also, let me say about the Smithsonian movie, The Night at the Museum. Like, why don't they just make her look like Amelia Earhart? There's a picture she's got like big curlier hair, curlied her hair up, and like, mm-hmm. that's not what Amelia Earhart's hair looked like. Uh-huh. Anyway, well, on. she was rather <laughs> homely, and uh, ugh, why would we want to see that during the summer? <laughs> yeah. You save that Ew. shit for fall. Yeah. Um, I, you know what, Meryl Streep, like in an, a in like a a, a strong acting. T- performance you know where she's playing like a real strong memorable character that's enough to get me to see a movie even if it's directed by Nora Ephron and even though it's like that's enough for me as strange as it sounds and uh and Amy Adams doubt what she's my favorite part of doubt oh yeah I mean I liked everybody in that but uh but yeah she was she was amazing yeah what do we got one minute left. We got we got five minutes by by, okay. by Tyler's clock. But um, I want to talk for a second about taking Woodstock because I'm actually I'm kind of interested in it. I'm not. It looks stupid. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you know what? You you go. Go ahead. Yeah, it just looks it's dumb. Looks like like a generic Oscar bait movie or whatever. Like like oh, it was the magical '60s. It almost didn't happen, or it almost did happen. This is how it happened. Just looks like generic. I guess oh, it looks I, fluffy. Anytime Ang Lee has a new movie coming out, I get sort of uh, anxious uh, to see it You're because anxious to see yeah, it. <laughs> exactly um, because he's a he's a, a almost exactly like a fifty fifty director for me. I right. love about half of his movies and I hate the other half of them. Mm-hmm. Right, and so I'm always kind of excited about his movies. What was the last one that he made? Um, Less caution. Yeah, no oh, one saw I didn't that. See that. I didn't I see it. that. You, no one saw it. But like, yeah. So, I'm, is this going to be Brokeback Mountain, or is this going to be Ride, you, Ride with the Devil? Did you like Brokeback? I love Brokeback. Brokeback right, Mountain. I liked it as well. I hated Ride with the Devil. Right. That I didn't see Ride with the Devil. I'm not a Crouching Tiger fan. It seems I like didn't like the Hulk. It seems like no one saw Lust Caution, and he was like, "I better make an extremely commercial picture." Yeah. And this is what he's making. This is what he made. Okay. How about the Time Traveler's Wife? Did uh, anybody read that book? My wife did, and she uh, she loved it. It so. seems like the kind of book that people's wives read. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> Not that his wife's in the title, but it just seems like it's that's a book that my mom lent me and I kept for a year and never read. Yep, that's what type, type of book that is. Did you did you read the time? No, I don't wives? know what it is. It's the kind of it's the kind of book that uh, my wife read and then bought a copy for my mom. So <laughs> it does seem to be. I guess I should read this. I think we're maybe coming off of it misogynist. What's it about? Like, oh, the poor wife who waits at home for her husband to come back at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he actually is a time traveler, as I understand it. But like I said, I never read it. She waits at home, but doesn't realize she's waiting, and he goes from different time to time. And uh, I like Rachel back. McAdams, though. Oh, and well, and uh, and Eric Bana. Yeah, but I wanted to point out that I like. Oh yes, indeed. She's the, I, I imagine she's the titular character. I, yes. Oh, yes. that's another thing about funny people. It's like the first maybe semi-comedy dramedy comedy that Eric Bana is in. 
Yeah. And he's yeah. a former comedian, yeah. but he doesn't do comedy. See, I feel like we did talk about this on the podcast before. That's what it, when we talked about Eric Bana. Well, I think we've just said that about Eric Bana in okay. general. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I was excited for to see him be funny because right. Like we actually sort of like asked our Australian listeners, like, was Eric Bana funny when he was doing comedy? Right. And I watched some clips we never of really him on got YouTube, a... and they're just kind of not great. But maybe yeah. they just dated or right. s- it's wrong context or whatever. Okay, uh, August seventh, Paper Heart. Uh, it's gonna be great. I'll see it. I saw it. I saw. I saw a rough cut of it. Yeah, that was yeah. good. It was great. The trailer is awesome. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm excited about the boat that rocked. Have you seen anything What's about that? that? No, it's a Richard Curtis film, and it's with. Uh, it's got a great cast. Who's in yeah, it? Philip Seymour Hoffman, Philip Seymour Emma Thompson, Bill Nye, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's about uh, like in the I think in the '60s or something like. Um, a certain type of music was i don't know if it was it wasn't banned but i i think it was like uh censored uh a lot and so there was actually a boat that because it like wasn't on land they were able to broadcast this music and it's about that boat and that it seems like an interesting idea and ev- and it's a great cast and the it's boat just that rocked yeah that sounds cool which is a clever little title actually when i think about it you said bill uh, nighy and i thought of patrick stewart and i thought patrick stewart should do more comedy he's really funny did you see him when he was on extras <laughs> yeah that's like my favorite thing <laughs> it's amazing it's almost it's like and i was talking about this yesterday with someone and i showed them the clip and then i was also looking for when he was on saturday night live a sketch called sexy cakes anyone seen this <laughs> i don't remember that. i'm sure there's got to be one listener who knows sexy cakes and there's nowhere on the internet but if you go to the snl boards when they like list the episode like episode 19 from this season or whatever that like everyone like there's like 20 comments and they're all like where's sexy cakes please post sexy cakes i'll pay money i know five people who would pay to see sexy cakes upload sexy cakes i can't find sexy cakes but it's really funny uh how about gi joe the rise of cobra here's the thing again clever or interesting casting choices uh this one I may skip, but I'm still intrigued by Joseph Gordon. Le- I grant it's like the origins of the GI Joes, so everybody's right. younger. Joseph Gordon Levitt as co- as they Cobra are Commander for a, a, a meaty franchise. Like <laughs> that's that's interesting to me. Like this this uh, guy, I think Joseph Gordon Levitt is one of the best actors of his generation. Uh-huh. Um, and him playing Cobra Commander, I, I'm I'm intrigued. And uh, what's what's his name, Christopher? How do you say Eccleston? Eccleston mm-hmm. as, yeah. as Destro. That's also I didn't pretty know good. That. I, I like saw the trailer and I see Dennis Quaid and I'm like, boy, I just checked out. Like I, I've never. Why do you hate Dennis, Dennis Quaid? Quaid? I don't hate him. I've never hated him, but just he, watch him in the trailer and I defy you to not get bored. Like he just is like. <laughs> well, he's probably bored. Admittedly, yeah. It's like so. we'll get someone else who's not bored and boring looking. But okay, yeah, well, I, I may I may wind up skipping it. Well, just we've got Inglorious Bastards, which we've talked about at length on this podcast and on yeah. Goebbels' podcast. But so, Josh, if you have anything to say about it, please go ahead. Want to see it? Okay. I want it. Uh, I read the. Script. I want it to be good. Is the script good? Uh, Can you say that? You know, I'm not a liberty say. No, I thought it was really good. Okay. I'm. I, I want it to be good. I. You I know. The, these days, uh, Quentin Tarantino is kind of hit or miss for me, but. Our buddy Paul's in it, and I, I, and I'm root- <laughs> our friend of the show. Yeah, he's our buddy. Oh, okay. and uh, and so I'm I'm really rooting for the film to be good. So and I'm I'm definitely going to see it as as everybody else will. Uh, I don't I don't I don't love you know the the trailer looks pretty awesome, but I cringe 
uh, at the part with Sam Levine <laughs> when he's running. I'm like, oh, that part doesn't look good. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, you, you pa- guys pa- love no, that. Paul Goble said the exact same thing. Yeah. Paul, oh, really? Paul Goble. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the trailer looked really awesome. Like this rules, this rules. And then part when Sam Levine running, going, Ugh! like I'm like, oh. Don't show me that. <laughs> that's. I hope that's just like a second in the movie. Or I imagine we're, I mean, we're seeing it out of context. In in context, it's probably actually very like uh, yeah. Uh, like hopefully disturbing or something. What's going? I on don't know. It that. just looks like. Why do you hate Sam Levine? <laughs> I hate that shot. Oh, okay. Of Sam Levine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, we should we should wrap. So up. you like it when he's shot well? <laughs> yeah, I like when he's lit. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'd love to see how James Wong Howe would have writ- written <laughs> Sam Levine. Well, uh, Josh, thanks for coming back. Let's not make it another year this Absolutely. time. All right, all right. I'll be back next week. Maybe around. Maybe well, uh, slow okay, down. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I, in maybe fact, around. I'll stay for the next podcast. <laughs> Who, who's your next guest? They won't mind. Uh, it's Matt Champagne. Matt Champagne. I will. I wouldn't invade on Champagne's space. <laughs> I appreciate that. I probably would need to eat some trail mix, or I'll just be. Like, <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, so yeah, thanks for being here. We'll we'll try and have you back maybe at the beginning of fall. Okay, right. let's or real quick, sooner, um, unless you're like you know, hey, you know, like we should have Josh back. You know, when's fall? Maybe sometime in the summer we can be okay. like, how would okay. we like the summer movie so far? Yeah, we should like a, <laughs> like a see yeah. how our predictions turned out. Yeah, like a halftime show. Oh, I should say <laughs> hi to my friend Taylor who uh, listens to the show. Oh, hi Taylor. Yeah, say hi hello to Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. That's While exciting. she does her work, she listens to her stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, before we go, we should say the donation drive is still going on through yep. the end of May 31st. So if you donate $5 please, or please <laughs> $5 money. or more, you uh, are entered into a raffle to win some cool prizes. Big bucks, CDs big prizes, a trip on a boat, a trip on a train. Uh, none of that. What train? A bag that. of Doritos? Okay. No, uh, if you ask nice. Uh, what, what are the prizes? You got to tell them those prizes. You got to get those. It's, prizes. It's all on the website. We've gone over it before, but it's uh, if you go to the website, go to the donation drive page. You'll see a list. There's a bunch of stuff from past guests. You know, comedians donating their CDs and 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 filmmakers and. You guys seen their Coming to DVDs. America? Donation, the donation. I thought it was a trash. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That part's funny. Huh? Okay, on that. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, Tyler BattleshipRetention dot com, David BattleshipRetention dot com. Where can people find you online? Josh Fatem at Gmail if you want to shoot me an email. Okay, Josh Fatem at Gmail. <laughs> or if I'm on Facebook, MySpace. Everyone is going to be inviting you to chat with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now that oh, you yeah. said that. Don't send me spam. Please don't send me spam. And, of course, are you on Twitter, Josh? No, I'm not. Oh, well, that'll no, pretension. Oh, is. can I just say real quick that, uh, okay, I'm in a commercial right now, and it's a Snickers commercial with me yeah. and Master P. And uh, uh, my friend Sam Brown from the whitest kids, uh-huh. he just told me the other day that uh, he follows Shaq on Twitter, and Shaq put, just saw the Master P commercial again. Uh, wah, 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 but still LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Battleship Pretension's Twitters are not nearly that entertaining, but uh, <laughs> if you'd like to follow anyway, it's twitter.com slash thepretension. Yeah. So, so thanks for listening, and uh, we'll get you next time. All right. Bye. Next bye. time. Bye. bye.